on fire for the podcast today playing us because we're reliving my first crowd surfing experience story there there are many stories i haven't heard of yours you don't think i hold a few back just to spread out over the next 10 years (laughs) that one cracked me up because i've never seen a reluctant crowd surfer before but the fact that you kind of got thrown up as a joke kills me. Yeah. It kills me. At an Alexis on Fire concert. <laughs> an all-ages show. Where they weren't even allowed to sell alcohol at this show. It was ridiculous. We didn't know that before we went, by the oh way. Oh, my God. We get there, and then we're like, ah. Uh, they said, oh, just so you know, it's an all-ages show. And we had already kind of shown them our ticket, and they ripped off an end or whatever they used to do. Yeah. I scanned it and uh, and then we're like, well, they, the bar is open though, right? And they're like, no, no, there's no alcohol in here. We're like, oh, uh, well, can we just go to like the bar across the street and come back? They're like, no, you've already been scanned. You can't get out. Oh, come yeah, on. So we were kind of like trapped inside oh, a dry event. I would yeah. have said, go on, guys. Yeah. Come on back. I don't remember your faces. Couple of jabronis. But I think once it's <laughs> scanned, it can't be scanned again to make sure that people aren't like leaving and then handing the ticket to somebody else to get back in. Oh, like they have the whole process whole there. Thing. Anyway, okay. yeah. So we had a little bit of a buzz going. We're at the Alexis on Fire concert, general admission floor. I'm with this guy that I didn't know very well. He was a friend of my wife's through her work, and he didn't know a lot of people. So I brought him to the show. And uh, and then he's like, oh, we got to go crowd surfing. I'm like, nah, no, I think I'm good. <laughs> he's like, no, you got to go. You got to go. And he started lifting me up. And then other people around started yeah, lifting people me up. Yeah, people are like, hey, he wants yeah, to go up. he's right? going up. Put him up. <laughs> I fucking love it. And then you feel like 50 hands touching your butt and your back. And Did you're just anybody gonna... grab your ass? Nah, like, does that happen? You just, you, the, you know, you, you kind of can't feel individual hands. I guess if people like really got invasive, you'd feel it. But So did it? feel cool like, yeah it was feel- fun it was fine and then but then you know you, they start pushing you towards the front of the stage and you're getting closer and you're like i see a barrier there with security guards what's gonna happen now and then they kind of put you over the barrier and the security guards their whole job for the whole night is just picking up these people getting tossed over catching them and then sending them on their way but what happens is you're only allowed to get thrown over, I don't know, two or three times before they kick you out. Right. So they put a little mark on your arm, and right, then right. they send you back out into the crowd, and then if you do it again, then there's another mark. And, and I didn't realize there was, like, a system in place to deal with crowd surfing, but it's funny, like, imagine being a bouncer at a venue like that and being like, oh, okay, it's oh, one of those shows. Like, they must be thrilled when it's, like, a Celine Dion. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. You just stand there, <laughs> enjoy the show. There, enjoy the show. Yeah. You're not, like, catching people for two hours. Straight. But honestly, would people crowd surf at your concerts uh, back in your band days? Would that ever happen? Uh, I don't recall any crowd surfing. We were not like that heavy where like you would you would uh, lose control of yourself. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or that popular that, that would warrant that, you know? It uh, must be an awesome thing to see from the stage though, to look down oh, yeah, and see yeah. people like it's, 
floating around. As long as people aren't getting like violent, like if it turns into a full mosh pit with the crowd surfing too, and then people start punching or shoving like that, mosh pits, a little bit of like bumping is kind of fun at an aggressive show. But once you start shoving and people are going flying, like oh I don't God. get the fun in that. Someone no. is going to get hurt or someone's going to get punched in the face. Well, I've been on the edge of a mosh pit before in open toe sandals. I mean, you see oh. where this is going? This is Yeah. <laughs> Flip flops, open toe sandals, anything like that. That's not mosh friendly. It is. Yeah. It, uh, somebody stepped on my front, uh, my big toe and cracked the thing right open. I was bleeding. I'm like, oh my uh, God, I'm in so much pain right now. And then Right when that happens, is someone like shove you from behind, and you're like, ah, "I'm in the mosh pit." I have scoliosis. <laughs> you're gonna hurt my spine. Oh my god! Yeah, I'm sure people get really injured in a mosh pit because you could smack your head against somebody else's head, right? Well, it's it's the unexpected shove from behind where your neck, your head just slaps back. Like I would think you could get whiplash so easily. Bundes, I feel like if you were in a mosh pit, you'd want to fight everybody who laid their hands on you. Yeah, it was not. Uh, I, I was in a mosh pit once at a Prodigy concert. At, uh, prodigy! Oh, my God! <laughs> yeah, I am the fire starter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was so pretty good. wild. And um, the the two dudes, the two singers of Prodigy, like they got off the stage and got into the mosh pit. Oh, well, then you got to get in the mosh pit then. While they were singing the song. So, no! Uh, yeah. It was pretty wild. Like It was cool. Um, and I didn't mind like a little bit of like bumping at first, but then like it, it just got a little too much for me. And I was like, I had to back out because I don't like people hitting me. Yeah. Like, like were I, people hitting the guys from Prodigy? Yeah. They were, they were like the one dude with the fire starter guy with the weird hair. Yeah. yeah he was totally into it. Um, wow. You gotta, you almost have to throw yourself into crowds of people <laughs> in that situation. So it's like... You're being aggressive, but you're in control of which direction your body is being tossed. You know, like you're tossing yourself. Yes. Uh, yeah. So it's not for me. And I, 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 I was, I could feel the anger building up in me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I had to back It's hard out to of get out of the mosh pit because every time you walk towards an edge, yeah. someone. Get back in there, you idiot. <laughs> it reminds me of the more like hip hop club move where you pick up somebody from behind, spin them around, and their legs kind of make a circle. So you have room to showcase your dancing. Like the break dancing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, You create a circle by just picking someone up. And just like, yeah. And you spin them around. Like you're a a human whippersnipper and and all the other people are blades of grass. Yeah, yeah. You're just like cutting down so you cut some space. Why don't you just fucking ask me to move over a bit so you can do your stupid dance? (laughs) Do you you remember the move where like one guy would kind of like bend down? And and like a like a group oh. of guys would or girls would kind of get around him and put their arms on top of him and then they would raise their arms up and kind of step backwards at the same time creating a circle. <laughs> you ever see that? Oh, I thought you were gonna say bend over and then someone else would push somebody towards that person and then because they were bent over they'd fly no. over. No, oh, no, no, no. I've seen no. that before. That's it. That's yeah. just solid dick move right yeah. there. I do like that move though. The one you're talking about, you crouch down and then everyone like peels off and they create a circle by doing that. Yeah. That's a yeah. gentle circle. I can get behind That's that. That's fun. That's fun. <laughs> you could do that at, like in a dancing the horror at a at a Jewish wedding or something. <laughs> like hey, everyone's kind of dancing around and you're right. hey, you know. So much fun. Kind of fun. Yeah, no, I I, uh, I, th- I think my crowd surfing days were just that one time, one you, and done. You know what? Thank God you did it. Because now on your deathbed, you can be like, I crowd surf. Yeah. That was cool. And I, sometimes, you know, you say how cool it'd be to be in a band, but sometimes the bands get annoyed by it. And they'll like, because they don't want to see people getting hurt. And often people will get hurt. 
And so you'll be at a show. I mm-hmm. mean, I've certainly been at shows where I'm not right up at the front mm-hmm. and it is aggressive up there. And then the singers will come on and be like, all right, guys, you guys got to calm down. Dial People are back. getting hurt. Yeah. Uh, security, can you help that girl? She's having trouble there. Can Aww. you get her out of that? You know, like it turns into this thing where it's It takes the survival. focus off the stage too. When, yeah. when a mosh pit gets out of control, you're like, yeah. what the fuck's going on over there? Like, I can't. I can't look at the stage right now because the show's not even on the stage. But it happens less and less these days. And I think the number one reason for that is, uh, well, first of all, like security probably intervenes quicker, but people holding their phones. People are too busy holding their phones Mm. up at the front that they don't even have the, you know, they don't think about ruining their shot by thrashing into someone. While they're holding well, the phone. Well, there is a positive. There you go. It's like one of the only positives. Of holding the, your phone? The cell phone era. Yeah. Although I do, yeah. you know, people say like, oh, when are you going to watch that video? I sometimes watch old videos I've shot at concerts. Phone quality's, the phone quality's good enough now where you can, you know, film a little clip of your favorite song at a concert for, you know, 30 seconds just to relive the, you know, that moment. I don't mind seeing like footage of a show that's like unbelievable that I you know nobody could get into like for example the Tragically Hip show their final tour I liked seeing who uh, friends on social media who actually got to get into that venue mm-hmm. and feel the energy of it but otherwise I don't need to see yeah it. you don't need to leave it up for the whole concert but like shooting three one minute videos at a concert sure people always like oh you should look uh, through your own eyes and experience it it's like yeah you can do a, like a lot of one and a little of the other most people do way too much on the phone though dial it back man Dial it back. Okay, Spielberg, what are you going to direct their next concert video? <laughs> One time I was at a concert. Uh, it was a 1975 concert at uh, Budweiser stage. Okay. And um, these two dudes were beside me. And for old people, Bundes wasn't born in 1975. <laughs> the it's band, the band 1975. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Back in 1975. Yeah. Well, I didn't think he was that old. <laughs> yeah, okay. So these two dudes are standing beside me, and they... 75 comes out and they just like lose their shit. Whoa! You know, like mega fans, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and they bust out their phones and they're holding it up and they're filming the entire concert, right? And they're singing along and they're <laughs> dancing and they're hugging each other the whole time. And then I was, I kind of like got behind them a little bit and leaned over and I looked at their phone and then I realized they weren't filming the concert. <laughs> they were live streaming themselves singing the fucking songs. Oh, really? Yeah. They're, they were the show. They, they were, were the, the show. show. Oh my God. The whole fucking show. Like they didn't take the phone down. They just live streamed the whole thing and they sang their phone like broing out to their phones. They didn't even watch the show. How R- self-absorbed do you have to be? But I, okay, so I have a filming a show story. Um, what, what was that Twitter? Uh, Periscope. T- Periscope, thank oh, you. Oh, yes. When Periscope first came out, our boss at the other radio station sent us to Justin Bieber, his acoustic show <laughs> uh, on the Danforth, at mm-hmm. the Danforth Music Hall. And she wanted me to um, to stream it on Periscope, and we were promoting it on our show that, oh, you know, this is a show you can't get into, but don't worry about it, because Tucker and Moore are going to be there, and they're going to be filming it on Periscope. 
fuck was my arm so tired by <laughs> like it, it became ridiculous and you, you know, can't just, it, you can't interact with people when your arms in the air and you're trying to film everything and periscope is about like hey you know people were interacting and it was it was really oh difficult. yeah like sending messages and it's tapping hearts or whatever annoying. it is yeah. i mean in a way it was like cool that we could provide a little bit of that experience but i think our boss's expectation for us like how much we were going to film was a little out of whack yeah and, Maybe uh, a song that was or a, two. That was at the beginning. That was early stages. That when, was like Periscope was right new. When like people probably cared a little bit more to be yes. like, oh my god, I get to see this and I can't be at that show. Yeah. Now everything is live streamed. Like you yes. don't need that. Yeah, shit anymore, yeah, yeah. Right? And if it's not live stream, you're going to see tons of footage on social media. Yeah, you just like right you, after. check yeah. the hashtag Justin Bieber Toronto or Danforth, and it would have come. It's kind of crazy that Periscope didn't take off more than it did, though. Because I mean, it probably does. It still exist. Uh, is the app still so. there? Or did they shut it down? Because it was kind of cool that you could just enter somebody else's living room on in another part of the world. Like when I would play around with it, it'd be like you know. Uh, here's uh, Manuel in Colombia, mm. you know, just filming something. And then you'd go on there and then be like, hey, Manuel, show us outside your window. Yeah, and, yeah, and you're just yeah. sort of like, all of a sudden you're in somebody's get together in Colombia. Like <laughs> it was a neat idea. Mm-hmm. But I think people realize that for the most part, most people's lives are pretty boring. <laughs> and, you know, sitting there watching it go down. Live without live, editing and music yeah, yeah, and yeah. everything that TikTok is. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't really, uh... Well, people still get on Twitch. That's like the new version in a way. People broadcast their video gameplay and people create their own commentary of sporting events so you could listen to them and watch them as you're watching the game. The Daily Take Two is coming up next. proves that a robbery is very rarely playing out like it does like we see in the movies because police just arrested a group of suspects in what they call Project Heavy Bags. Project Heavy Bags! Any idea what Project Heavy Bags may allude to? (laughs) Heavy Bags? Okay. I got a theory. Okay. Has nothing to do with what do you think it is? Testicles. Bunnis? Oh, okay. Which is <laughs> what I know Bunnis was oh, saying. I thought he was going to no, say no, no, large no, no. breasts. I, 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 that's that's where I was going. I thought this was like a plastic surgery theft. Oh, like, oh, like no. heavy bags of saline oh. or whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. The suspect had heavy bags. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm thinking heavy bags uh, because it's like um, a duffel bag filled with gold. Oh, bricks, bricks like, of yeah. gold. Bricks of gold. Man, you ever try and lift a brick of gold? I know I haven't, but on <laughs> the movie in the movies, they make it look very heavy. Yes, they They're do. They're usually two-handing those bricks and handing them to someone. Yeah, 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 yeah. How do you carry a bag like that out of there? <laughs> well, that's a bit closer. Uh, it's not about a large-breasted suspect. Yeah. Uh, it's literally about some heavy bags. Um, that's why they called it that. So here's what happened. Police 
arrested these guys that robbed a business that fills ATM machines. Oh. So they have a lot of cash on them at all times. Yeah. It's like an office and they busted into the office, put the employees on the floor, emptied out the safe into garbage bags. You know how you see them do that in the movie? They dump a garbage on the floor, and then they use that garbage bag to dump all the cash into. So they showed up, and they didn't have like the collection of duffel bags no. that they do when Worst they do a, Yeah, come been. on. <laughs> you got to have duffel bags? You know, you like every, do that in the movies? Every movie. Every, movie, every yeah. heist movie, they have big black duffel bags. They're never red. <laughs> they're never, you know... <laughs> Why it's always black duffel bags. You know what's funny about these bags too is that they were clear garbage bags. So recycling so, bags. So essentially, essentially yeah. when you leave, you can see that they're filled with cash, right? <laughs> <laughs> so Quick, come, please. Exactly. Cops is coming. They get out into the parking lot. Cops is coming. Yeah. The bags are so heavy that they have to drag them along the floor. You know what's going to happen now? What happens? You're going to rip holes in those bags bags, and start leaking money. Those bags ripped right open. Now they're scrambling in the parking lot trying to scoop up all the cash. Come on. Grab the bags. Wait, they're ripping. All the money's spilling out. That's poorly organized. so right about the duffel bags. I never thought of that. But yes. You gotta have those duffel bags. It's an investment. I mean, you gotta go to Mountain Equipment Co-op. You gotta get the big ones with the good zippers. I know you hate co-op. You probably have to get a membership. That's gonna cost you five dollars to join the co-op. Yeah, but that's and, a paper trail, yeah, man. You can't do that. You no, no, you can. You can. Uh, you can go in. And, uh, you think the cops are gonna go searching for places that sell duffel bags? Hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. They're gonna look at that duffel bag. Know it's from Mountain Equipment Co-op, and know that they have a registry with yeah, all of their like, stupid. What a loser criminal. <laughs> you can pay cash, though, at Mountain Equipment Co-op. Yeah, but there's cameras and stuff. you got to go, like, a year or so in advance. you got to plan this stuff long before so, like, they don't know to track it back two weeks. And you still have to sign up for a membership at Mountain yeah, Equipment you, Co-op. Yeah, you can't go there. You well, maybe you already have one. Maybe, like, a smart person, you got one in the late 90s, you know? <laughs> Buy a down jacket. Maybe not at Co-op because of the paper trail. <laughs> Wow, this might be the most elaborate cheating scam I have ever heard of. It happened in India. Ten people arrested for attempting to cheat during teacher exams. And I guess getting a teaching gig in in India is very competitive. And people are desperate to do well on these exams. So uh, they know that people will try to cheat. So they go to great lengths to make sure they don't. Internet access is cut to try to stop any sort of Wi-Fi cheating, but 10 people were caught wearing Bluetooth-equipped flip-flops. Oh. And these flip-flops contained Bluetooth devices, so the person wearing the flip-flops had a little earpiece on that was like, you know, kind of buried inside. Through the other end of the earpiece is mm-hmm. somebody giving them all the answers. So what, how would they know what uh, the answer was for? I guess you could just like maybe say out loud. You could be mumbling be like, it down. Oh, three times three. <laughs> and nine? then Okay, nine. Got it. And then uh, now there is like a million people who take the exam at once over uh, throughout the country. So they kind of thought that, that maybe they get lost in the shuffle, mm-hmm. but they were testing 
the flip-flop technology the night before the exam and they got busted doing that. So 10 people arrested. My daughter saw someone cheating in her class the other day. She did? Yeah. It's like a math test and the person had their, uh, weren't supposed to have phones, but they had like, you know, a large iPhone uh-huh. and they had, uh, they slid it in their calcu- calculator uh, case. You know, like calculators often have like a hard cover. Yeah. That you kind of slide up. Yes. Yeah. So like, person had their phone inside the case so they instead could of Google a calculator. The answers? So they could have all the stuff they needed to uh to do no, it. Did they get caught? No. Bravo. Whoa. I was like, did you rat on the person? She's that's, like, no. Well, that's not fair though. So it's just like everyone in the back could see though. Person didn't care. Wow. Yeah. I'm trying to think if I've ever cheated. I um I, I did sociology and I had a course called Quebec Society. Uh-huh. So I wrote a paper on that. And then I had another course after called Canadian Society. <laughs> Quebec is in Canada. I used the same paper. Yeah. This is I'm sure you can't do that anymore cuz I think they keep everything on file. I mean, to me, that doesn't sound bad either. Was, if that's it was your my research, work, I just yeah. did new, new work for right. it. Right? Uh, yeah. I call that loophole, <laughs> right? Writing a paper these days has got to be so easy because they have all those programs that you can that you can like uh, literally copy and paste a text in, and then it'll rewrite it for you. So yeah, but you- I feel like they have that access to that too on the uh, grading side. Like they could tell if you were using one of those oh, programs. Really? Mm. Plus, every I mean, you can't borrow somebody's paper anymore. If you had a friend at another school, maybe you borrowed their paper. Mm-hmm. Wasn't really able to do that, but uh, you know, you can't. I think everything's on like they have um, databases and stuff, keeping track of all that stuff. George says he used to doodle all over his binder when it was test time, but in the doodles would be the answers, <laughs> and no one noticed. That's genius, Georgie boy. It'd be even cooler if it was done with that ink. You can only see if you're wearing special glasses. That's a great thing too. Like, what's going to happen with if like those oh, Google Glass the smart or the Ray-Ban glasses. Glass or whatever they were, they were, you were talking about recently comes to to popularity? Are oh, you going to be take able, them off? Are, are, but what if you need glasses? What if you're somebody that wears glasses? Well, you wouldn't be able to wear those. You'd have to have other glasses mm-hmm. for classes. And they're not going to let you use glasses that have all the Google information glasses. There. <laughs> what happens when we all have chips in our brain and all that information just flows in? I guess there will be no need for tests because so. we will know everything automatically. <laughs> That's right. Elon Musk is sure that technology is on its way. I'll take a chip, please. Like, almost, uh, you know, uh, Matrix style. Exactly. They just download it into your brain. Down. Boom. All of a sudden, I know how to fly a plane. Let's go. <laughs> it is Tucker and Mara. What is that thing you do to save money? I'm so cheap that I buy all my sheets secondhand. All of them. Oh, sheets? That's kind of gross. Is it gross? Oh, yeah. You know what happens all the time? What's that? People downsize. They got a king size bed and they're like, what am I doing with the king size bed? Oh. I'm moving on and get the queen. I could only buy secondhand sheets if they were still in the original packaging and it was like a color they decided they never wanted to have on their bed. Yeah, like, so you've never, never slept used. at a hotel before? I hate sleeping at hotels. You know that. I love sleeping at hotels. I hate everything to do <laughs> with being in a room that people use for sex and it's not me. Mm. And how very rarely do they get cleaned properly? I don't know if Andrew actually means this, but he texted us and said, I'm so cheap that I put pop bottles in the back of my toilet to conserve additional water. Sure. 
Some people use bricks. Really? Yeah, yeah. Because like, if the tank holds, let's just say, 10 liters, mm-hmm. and you put something in there that takes up some of that space, when, you, when it refills, it's not going to put the full amount of water back in. So slowly you're saving water. Yeah, but you're not getting that flush that wow. you need. Wow, depends. <laughs> Maybe he's got an old toilet that's got like a crazy flush, <laughs> oh, yeah. and it can stand and slow down by 80% some or those, 20%. Some of those old toilets. Oh, yeah. Crazy flush. The best. <laughs> It goes on forever. (laughs) You know, there's something that I do. I don't do it so much to save money, but to like not waste something. Mm -hmm. Buy like these these two packs of uh, Vino cream, body cream. Yeah. With the pump. Uh Uh-huh. Get it at the old uh, big box store. Okay. (laughs) And it just seems like when you get to the end of one... When it's not pumping anymore, yes. there's still quite a bit at the bottom. So what do you do? So I cut the bottle open, mm-hmm. and then I'll use a spoon or something, and I'll take out the remaining cream, and I'll put it in the new bottle, because there's usually a big space where they've got air at the top. You will put it in the new or, bottle. Or I'll wait till there's enough room in the new bottle, and then I'll uh, I'll get it in there. You'll yeah. do the operation. It's You're- a significant amount, several ounces. I was thinking you were going to say I would I just lather that on my body. <laughs> just I give myself the biggest cream <laughs> job all over my body. Yeah, 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 before I throw it out. But the fact that you inject it into the new bottle. Yeah, well, I just it seems like a waste to throw out. Yeah, it is a waste. You know? It is a waste. Could and be they, 4 or 5 ounces of cream in there. They got to figure something out about those bottles cuz you know what I do? I loosen the top part of the pump and I use it as a wand. Oh, yeah. And I just try to scrape like the inside. spatula almost? Or, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I'm wanding the rest of it. But good yeah. idea. The operation. Funness, yeah. have you ever cut open a <laughs> bottle of cream just to save the stuff that wouldn't come out with the pump? No, I've never, I've never <laughs> done, done that. I mean, the extent of me saving money is making uh, like arbitrary money challenges like, uh, okay, I'm not going to go out or eat out for a month. Smart. Or like buying cheap beer, you know, instead of buying... The premium stuff, I'll buy the Paps or the Bush, you know? Okay. <laughs> well, I'm a little late on cash this week. Guess we're getting the Paps. You can know? you do the yeah. same thing with vape? Yeah, you can get cheaper or... or um, get the flavors that no one buys. Yeah. Probably on sale, right? Black like licorice. Marshmallow. Like, oh, what? <laughs> <laughs> Black this is, this is, this is so gross. The yeah, yeah. juice that tastes like Jägermeister. <laughs> Dana sent us a text. She wants to talk about how when she was growing up, her parents were really smart with their money. I guess her dad only got paid once a month. So her mom really had to budget for groceries to make it last the whole month. And she used to mix whole milk with powdered milk. In a big pot, she would mix margarine and real butter. And then she would portion everything out into containers so that it would last the entire month. Wow. (laughs) So she'd get the good stuff with the not so good stuff. Yeah. Make something in the middle and make it last the whole month. Just talking about the things you do to save some money. Brad sent us a text. He says, I only buy my chocolate bars at Dollarama. They're 82 82 cents compared to $1.50 at the grocery stores. They're $1.50 now, eh? Yeah, well, you know, uh, I'm with Brad on that one. For Dollarama, there's some things like greeting cards. Yes. I will only buy greeting cards at Dollarama. We just got a text from Derek. He said his parents wouldn't turn up the heat and you could literally see your breath in the morning in the house. Wow. And 
and him and his siblings once got smart and they all got electric blankets. <laughs> but of yeah. course, his parents lost it when they found out. You know what else I was thinking I'd do? I save money on gifts for my five-year-old because you often give me old toys from your daughter. Oh, yeah. And my daughter has no clue. She's like, wow, something new. Yeah, Honestly, you wrap them too, don't you? Uh, for Christmas? Yeah. All those, you gave me a bunch of princess books and I wrapped those up for Christmas and it was like, I gave her the best gift of all. Didn't spend a dime. Jackie, what do you do to save money? I try not to turn the furnace on until December. December. That's, <laughs> that's a long way to go. I know. Yeah. Victory. So, November could be snowing. It could be <laughs> uh, lots of sub-zero nights. I know. So my daughter, um, last year I turned the furnace on and it was like so cold. I think it was like three degrees outside or something. So I have a picture of her standing on the heat register with wool socks on and a sweater. And she's like, yay, heat. Do you guys have a fireplace or anything? No. Put a sweater on. Cover up with a blanket. That's why I have like 80 of them. So you, you could stay warm. Jackie, thank you. You're welcome. So did you see that Shaquille O'Neal tried to stage dive and crowd surf the other day? <laughs> what do you think happens when Shaquille O'Neal, who's seven foot one and about 300 pounds, oh attempts this? Do people God. have the strength to keep him up and pass him around? No, they don't. They don't. You think he falls? I think he falls. Okay. Bundus. <laughs> Are you in agreement with this? I think he's going to go down. He might not go down hard, but I think he's going to kind of go down. Well... He went down right away. Oh, yeah. Was this like a coordinated effort with him on the mic saying, okay, three, two, one? Or was it more like uh, just a moment where he's like, it was a moment. I think it it took him, and he, uh, you know, people knew he was there. He's a pretty hard guy to miss when you're seven foot one. Yes. But he jumped a barricade into the crowd. Uh, They attempted to hold him up, but they didn't stand a chance. Uh, He fell immediately to the ground after that. Yeah, yeah. He seemed to enjoy himself. It's pretty funny. I like him even more now. That's so funny that he did that. Here's another question for you. Do you think that the T-Bird has ever jumped up and crowd surfed at an event? Absolutely not. Think the T-Bird has ever found himself in that situation? No. I I feel like T-Bird back in the day when he was hacking cigs, (laughs) working at rock stations. Uh, (laughs) When he used to have the dangly earring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He was wild. He was wild. I feel like he might have went over (laughs) once or twice. Yeah. Well, the T-Bird has in fact crowds, sir. yeah. Let me tell you something. It was not the T-Bird's idea. It was sort of against his will. Really? Yeah, I almost got kicked out of a concert for it, too. What happened? I was on, like, a bro date with this guy that had just started working in my wife's office. Mm -hmm. At this point, the T-Bird's dad. Okay. okay? He didn't know anybody. I'm like, oh, we should go out sometime. He seemed like a cool guy. And uh, he's like, yeah, that'd be great. And I'm like, ah, you know what? I got tickets to an Alexis on Fire concert <laughs> if you want to go. What a random yeah, yeah. first date for you and this so, guy. Uh, so I, uh, we went to this Alexis on Fire <laughs> concert uh-huh. and it was a general admission floor. Mm-hmm. Turns out this guy's a bit of a thrill seeker, <laughs> right? Like big snowboarder. I subsequently learned like this guy is like the guy who goes off the cliffs. Okay. So we're down there, and he wants to get right up to the front at an Alexis on Fire concert. Oh and so there's like, you know, the thrashing, and people are crowd surfing. And he goes, he goes, I'm going to put you up. And I'm like, no, don't put me up. I don't want to go up. 
It's like, I'm going to put you up. <laughs> and he starts lifting me up. Before I know it, other people are lifting me up as well. No. Now I'm on top of the crowd. <laughs> crowd surfing at this concert. You didn't want to go up, but he put Not you up? really. No, I didn't really. Because my fear is that I'm just going to like fall through everybody. You could go head first to the ground, but I yeah. just love that you didn't want to go up, but he put you yeah, up Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was putting me up anyway. <laughs> and uh, anyway, so they passed me. And I'm getting closer to the stage. And before I know it, I get passed over the barrier (laughs) into the security. Now the security guys have to like carrying me like 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 you're a criminal like no like i'm their bride and they're walking over the threshold you know like they they carried you like like a a baby yes and then they kind of put me down and then they put this x mark on my arm and then they say if you get passed over too many times i kick you out of the concert (laughs) they're trying to control the amount of people that are doing what would your life be like if you hung out with this guy always i'd probably be dead i think (laughs) i don't know the friendship didn't really pan out. He was too extreme. People are shocked. <laughs> Lewis just texted us and said he's surprised you didn't ask everyone to sanitize their hands first. I, uh, that's another thing. There's a lot of hands touching you. <laughs> I know what you're going to get for Christmas this year. Okay. I already know there's a trend. By the way, 30% of us have already started our shopping. What do you want for Christmas this year? You want the Xbox thingy? The Xbox thingy. Yeah. Yeah. So what, what is it called? The what? Well, it's just the console. The console. I you, guess that's what I want. I mean, I want to get one. I might as well ask for it for Christmas if I'm going to buy myself one anyway. It's not what you want. This is what you want. Oh, yeah. This is what you want. Bunnis, what do you want for Christmas? <laughs> I have no idea. It's so far away. You got the, the Xbox last year, yeah. so something tells me the Friday Night Lady Friend's going to go with something else. What about the Thrustmaster uh, T? Game controller for Flight Simulator, because that's like, also on my list. What the heck is that? It's Sounds thrust- like something else. Yeah, the Thrustmaster T-Flight. It's called the Thrustmaster? Yeah. Oh, wow. Well, thrust is, you know, a term used in aviation, ah, rockets, stuff like that. Okay. Well, no, that's not what you want. You want this. 54% of us plan on spending our Christmas shopping money to buy people we love experiences this year the number one thing we're going to do is like tickets to concerts sporting events and vacations you know whether it's local or getting the hell out of here vacation related stuff is the number one gift this year because you know it's all about the experiences which we feel like we've all been lacking during this pandemic right yeah but there's nothing like the experience mora uh-huh of Xbox Series <laughs> X flight simulator with a Thrustmaster. The whole thing, eh? T-Flight game <laughs> controller. That's an experience. Uh, people right? want money for flights. They want hotel rooms. 50, 59 How about this? Per- I can take you anywhere around the world. <laughs> on your flight simulator? On flight simulator. Uh-uh. As long as it, it's also paired with the Thrustmaster. You know what? We'll I'm still sitting. Way to any destination. You want to go to Brazil? I'll take you there. You don't want to wait on the plane for whatever it is, nine hours? I can fast forward through all the boring stuff. We'll be there. Fly right over the beach. Mm-hmm. 
Rio. Yeah, we're just sitting in your living room, though, in actuality. Well, if it's paired with an 85-inch LED TV (laughs) and a Thrustmaster, that is quite the experience right there. Almost 60% of us would rather go on a big old trip this year for the holidays than do any sort of traditional family get-together. And I know like um, people that are doing that. They're like, you know what? For Christmas this year, I'm getting out of Dodge doing something different, you know, because people have really been locked down lately. So they're craving something else. So the number one gift this year is experiences. The number two gift this year, you'll be happy to hear, is electronics. Yeah. Okay, perfect. There you go. Number one and number two. Funness, fifth most popular gift this year is jewelry. Just telling you. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> what's third and fourth? Uh, yeah, yeah, what's in between? Uh, never mind, never mind, never mind. Uh, clothing and vacations. So experiences and vacations kind of go hand in hand there. That'd be pretty good. Mm-hmm. It's Tucker and Mora in the morning. Energy 95.3. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance (laughs) recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.